So. Make some geeky noise! Hello and welcome to Game On, a podcast about gaming and other geek culture topics from a queer perspective. I am your host, Mark Waters. And with me, again, is our second co-host, Stephen H. Garcia. What up? Mm-hmm. And our third co-host, Adam. Hi, friends. And our fourth co-host, Ray. Always glad to have her. Hello. Uh, so let's get started with, you made a connection that I think is fun to talk about. I did. So um, right now my work is making me do uh, mandatory overtime, and we're like so behind and backed up in all of our production that... We're cross-training a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so this week I was cross-training somebody in a different department. Mm -hmm. And while we were training, he asked me if I was going to go see Doctor Strange, which I said yes, but I probably won't be able to go see it this weekend, which is a problem because we're probably going to talk about it on my podcast. He's (laughs) like, oh, I'm on a podcast too. Right. (laughs) So he's actually the host of Geeks of the Galaxy. Uh Um, And he was like, hey, let's get together and collaborate sometime and maybe... You know, see what happens. Make some geeky magic. So. Make some geeky noise. <laughs> 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 is so. that geeky noise? I don't know. Uh, I'll have to think about that. But yeah, that sounds kind of fun. We enjoyed <laughs> our... It was like... Snicked. Bamf. This is sort of like alluding to a lot of topics that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, exactly. So the Geeks of the Galaxy. And uh, so I'm going to start listening to that podcast and we can see how we can work them together. Because we enjoyed our awkward human crossover. Mm-hmm. You know? And these, these guys are straight. What? I know. Can I don't they, understand. Can they put up with us? I, I don't know. I told him that, that we were a queer podcast and he was totally cool with it. So, you know... Hey, maybe we can each expand our right. uh, demographics. <laughs> you didn't get the whole like, oh, that's different. <laughs> no, I didn't. So. Do you know how long they've been on? It's since 2014. Oh, so about oh, as so long as we've been. Yeah. About as long as us. So. Everybody and their mother has a podcast, except my mother doesn't have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my mother doesn't have a podcast either. So Normally. If, if mine did, it would be really creepy. <laughs> because she has passed away, Sarah. Boy, that is some dark humor. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so that could be that could be something fun that we do. Yeah. So, all right, so let's start with our normal um, question. What are we currently playing? Press start to play. Adam, what are you currently playing? Um, well, I'm still playing Metal Gear Solid, which I talked about last time. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a... I, I, I was kind of excited to talk about this because... I can see that it's a good game, but I can just tell that it's not really my cup of tea. Why not? I think, even though there's like supernatural elements to it, I think that it is a little real world for my taste. Basically, the, the game takes place in like Iraq and nineteen. Or, I'm sorry, Afghanistan in 1984, and you're fighting Russian soldiers. 1984. Yeah, it's in the 80s. Okay, because that's when Russia invaded Afghanistan yeah. the first mm-hmm. time around. Yeah. And so there is, like, there are enemies and creatures that are supernatural and have, like, powers and stuff. But most of the time, you're, it's just, like, full military operation. Mm. And it I, sounds like my cup of tea. It does <laughs> sound like your cup of tea. Guess who's getting the game next? Yeah, you would really like it. Yeah, and, I, and the way that the game is structured, it's, like, super open world. There's a lot of development where you can, like, you know, upgrade your gear and your abilities and your companions, your horse and your dog and all this kind of stuff. 
Did you um, get the dog? I did get the puppy, but not as like a wolf companion yet. <laughs> it takes a while. <laughs> but um, I think that I just prefer a little fantasy in my story. Mm-hmm. Like more fantasy. Yeah, maybe a little more whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> that's like later on. At some point you're like, what the fuck, giant robot? Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't yeah, this the game be... where you can hide in a box? Yes. Yes. You can decorate your box too. That's fairly whimsical, don't you think? You can V-jazzle your box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I think what the game that I'm sort of immediately comparing it to is Far Cry 3, which is the only Far Cry that I played, mm-hmm. where you're basically sort of like, take you're supposed to take over all these different enemy camps. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you can do it like either stealth, or you can just like go in with guns a-blazing and try to take them all out. You know, of course, to different success, <laughs> right. I suppose. Right, yeah, stealth always worked better for me than right. going in guns a-blazing. The, um, the stealth is hard, though, because you have to, like, really think about it, because there'll be people hiding in corners, so you're like, oh, there was someone there the whole time? Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know, I, I and even, like, Assassin's Creed, which is a similar thing, like, sometimes you have to take out, like, enemy bases in a stealth, or else, like, a big brawl or something, mm-hmm. but, but there's something a little more quick and a little more um, fun I, I don't I don't know if fun's the right word about Assassin's Creed that maybe Metal Gear Solid doesn't have. Oh, stabbing in the face. <laughs> yeah, that. that um, may, and uh, so I think I'll play a little bit more, but I don't know if it's like, something that I can make all the way through. Like when you get later on the the dog when he's like full size, uh-huh. uh, he'll tell you where people are hiding. Oh, yay! Um, and that then, might be easier. Yeah, it's kind of cool. The dog is awesome. And then later on, you meet this sniper called Quiet. Uh-huh. And she'll snipe people, or she'll tell you where people are hiding, and she'll snipe them. Yeah, she's but the then, one that's dressed inappropriately for being a sniper. Oh, probably. Yeah. But then, don't and she, there's a whole story for that. It's but then you don't want to like put all of them in your balloon and make them your soldiers. Yes, that's why I like the the puppy is better. Uh huh. Because you can actually at some point give him a stun knife, and he'll like pounce and stab him with a knife. Oh, <laughs> that shocks them. See, that sounds like that does sound like. It, it gets, might be getting more fun. It gets weirder the more you play it. Maybe I'm yeah. still too early to make a definitive decision. Yeah. But so early, you have to give it more time. Yeah, yeah, early on, it's kind of like, oh, army stuff. Discover the whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of whimsy in Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> well, and what's going on with your shitter games? Anything fun? Uh, well, I'm done with Plants vs. Zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, Until the next I'm update. actually playing this game called Hexes. Um, it's orig- the, the original version of this game was called flow i think not like the flow with the flower flow not that flower flow <laughs> like totally not flow. ant flow <laughs> <laughs> or flow from progressive uh but it's something like you <laughs> know her. you have like a grid with like different colors dots in like a square grid and you're supposed to connect the same colors to the same colors okay but and you're supposed to be able to then take up every single square of the grid by like the trails and like somehow mm-hmm. they have to cross over and you have to like figure out the right path for each color so it's definitely just like a quick puzzle game and um, especially as you get used to it more, you can do them really fast. But the bigger the grids get, the harder they get. I think I played this game once or yeah. twice. And so there's a there's a new-ish version of the game called Hexes, which instead of just having a four like a square grid, it's got a hexagonal grid. Oh. So then you can go in like multiple directions. So it makes like the sort of paths that you have to go from color to color a little bit different and more complicated. Fancy. But once the grids get like pretty big, you're actually like making these like kind of cool trippy designs and stuff. So yes. just an easy shitter game, but right. I what, think I know. played Flow mm-hmm. and I got really frustrated because I flew through the first like smaller grids uh-huh. and then once I got to the harder ones, I'm like, now I can't figure this out. <laughs> yeah, they get really tough. And so I like couldn't figure them out. I was like, yeah, 
Delete. <laughs> <laughs> little did you know that with all those little lines and everything, you're actually creating like witch patterns. Well, I, you're right. summon a demon. Can I insert? Yeah. Uh, last week we talked about mm-hmm. the Batman game. Yeah. And that's a part of how you solve mysteries is you have to find certain items in a scene uh-huh. and draw connections to them. Okay. And it will tell you if they're basically if they're true or false. Uh-huh. But it doesn't. The connection just doesn't disappear when you want to do a new one. You actually have to uncouple it from mm. whatever you couple. You know. Mm-hmm. The, Telltale Games one. Yeah. Yes, and the yeah. Telltale Games yeah. one. Yeah. That was something I thought was fun that we didn't mention last time. All right, Ray. I am still playing Uncharted 4. When you played Uncharted 4, was it like when you were like bombarded with bad guys? Were you like bombarded with them? Yeah. Yeah, there's kinda. a lot. Yeah. I feel... there's, there's areas where you have to be really stealthy or they're a just be all over you. Yeah. Like I like shooting games are my thing. Mm-hmm. Like once I have a gun in my hand, I'm good. And I cannot get past this level. And I'm just like, I'm still really early on in the game. I feel like I'm going nowhere. We're, what level? Right. We just got the cross. We just stole the cross from the guy, and we are now at the graveyard of the the church. So they oh. were at the cathedral. And we were at the graveyard, and we were, like, being bombarded by, like, the guys who blow stuff up. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like, Isn't that where you have to be stealthy? You can't really be stealthy. They show out of gravestone. nowhere. You kind of have to, like, pick them off and, like, get one, hide, and then go No, I know. It's, con- it's constantly, like, shoot one, move to the next hiding place. Shoot one, move to the next hiding place. Do you have grenades? Not yet. Oh. <clears throat> Well, I think that's one thing that we've talked about before when we've talked about this game is that the stealth mechanic is is not the greatest. <laughs> well, it's not. Yeah. The thing is, it's like we're not even trying to be stealthy. Like, they found us. Like, we used yeah. dynamite to blow open a door, which <laughs> that was smart, but, you know, whatever. Should have saved the dynamite for the bombers. Right? And they show up to, like, try to investigate, and they're literally everywhere. Like, I'm focusing on these four guys, and suddenly there's four guys behind me. Don't you have I'm anybody like, helping you out? Yeah, I have my brother, but he obviously can't shoot. <laughs> He's the worst. Because I'm the only one killing people. Right. Like, listen, yeah. I threw it on really easy at first, because I like getting through the story and trying uh-huh. to figure stuff out. And I feel like I can't even get through this. And I'm like, shooting is... That, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. So it's very frustrating. Very frustrating right now. <laughs> I, I've died like three or four times in this one like aw, scene. I have a feeling it's it's probably learning curve because... That's still early on. Right? Yeah, I think that the Uncharted... I mean, they're not quite the same like as like Call of Duty mechanics as far yeah. as you're shooting. It's, it's a little bit different. No, it definitely is. <clears throat> it's just... Um, it's definitely getting frustrating because like... When we were escaping from uh, the, like, mansion where we stole this cross from, we, like, it was frustrating because, like, I felt like I was getting nowhere. Yeah. So, it was just stuff like that. <laughs> and but, there's, there's um, a couple of scenes that are like that where you're just, like, out of nowhere and you're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. So... But I don't think it... I think Uncharted, the first Uncharted, was the worst. The worst. With just waves of enemies that were impossible. I couldn't even and You wanted to, it. like, throw the controller across the room. I never yeah. played Uncharted. Before, <laughs> so. I, I feel like they, they've made it more balanced. But yeah, I think, especially at the beginning, it's... 
the getting used to the stealth and not getting caught and then like accidentally standing up and being like fuck now they all saw me and you know like it's not a perfect mechanic and then you have to like wait forever for them to like exactly yeah yeah it was very it's been very frustrating i had to do the escape scene like four or five times and now i'm on like five or six on the next scene (laughs) Uh i'm just like oh this is annoying and i hate the fact that nathan drake is freaking lying to his wife yeah. That is definitely a plot point. I know it is. <laughs> and I'm not there yet, but like I hate that that's what's happening. Yeah. Cuz like yeah. I know that my wife, like if I was in that industry and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going on this Malaysia trip." Like I would go down to his office. She would go down to my office and like clean it and find that he's not on a Malaysia trip and then be like, "What the fuck?" Uh-huh. Well, that's why she's a reporter. All right. And what about your um let's see. We'll say it nicely. Your toilet. My shitter game? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm still playing Angry Birds, but lately I've been so focused on that stupid game you got me, the oh. animation <laughs> throwdown. <laughs> I cannot put it away. I I literally play it every single day. I have to make sure that I get all five of my daily challenges. Yes. And then I just get, I just like have it open. Like I'll literally be at work and I'll be working and I'll throw a card up and then I'll be working and I'll throw a card up. I won't even be paying attention, Uh, but it's just like trying to level everything up. uh And oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. So you level up your cards with these little things called giggy, giggy watts, Mm -hmm. like giggity, giggity. Yeah. And sometimes when you buy a card, it'll give you like giggity watts also that you can recycle. (laughs) Yeah. And if you don't want cards, you can recycle cards that you don't want also. And then you can make your deck and like these cards mix, like these cards mix together with other cards that make more powerful cards. And when you battle people, it's like better for you. It's like card alchemy. Yeah. Yeah. And I've spent the last couple days not even playing, just combining cards. Yeah. um, Well, I guess I'll combine this with what I'm, my shitter games too, because that's what I've been playing a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I got um, Peggy. Really? Yes. Peggy Finally. from... Peggy from King of the Hill. Oh, Peggy. Oh. Yeah. She's like one of the strongest cards. Really? If I see, if I see a Peggy card go yeah. up on the other side, I'm like, well, I'm done. She's, she's a blue card. Yeah. Which is rare. And the ultra rare are purple. And that's where you're going to find like Bender, the, the really popular the really characters. One. Bender, yeah. Stewie, mm-hmm. um, Brian. Those are, a lot of those are purple cards. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I play this every day and it's addicting and it's gotten to the point where it's like getting actually like challenging now. Mm-hmm. And so I get frustrated sometimes, but <laughs> then I like go and I upgrade my cards and do some more. Like right now I have two of my blue cards, um, what do you have researching. This? I have, Bob's um, Burgers. no Bob's Burgers isn't a blue card. It's a red card. I have the Venetian man and I have, um, it's like an ice cream. I don't remember what it is. But those Slurm? are my two. No. No, Slurm is a red, a green card. Yeah, yeah. But those are my two blue cards. And I currently have them like researching with other things and they take 24 hours to research. Have you so. spent money on this game? No. So you got a red card? A blue card? 
No, no, I thought you said that some that you had a red card. No, I don't have a red card. Oh, okay. I only have a blue. I have two blue cards. Okay. But like the reason that I play every single day is so I can get my daily challenges. Yes. Because you get diamonds if you do daily challenges, yeah. and so I'm saving those up right. so I can get mm-hmm. like the 600 diamond right. pack yeah. that has like and the each really, daily, really nice Each cards. time you do the daily challenges, it's how many diamonds? Ten. Ten. That's like the magic carp of this game. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Is there a daily double? No, no, unfortunately. And it is a lot of fun. It is very addicting. It is a lot of fun. So, so all right. Steve, I play that. You play that. <laughs> Steven, what are you currently playing? I'm playing it right now. Yes. Uh, Pokemon X. Is that why you've been so quiet? <laughs> um, I've been pretty loud right now. Uh, <laughs> focus. Um, sure. Uh, so I got a panda. Oh, you have a little panda that you're going to... Are you going to rescue him or... Yes. Okay. Um, so you? I've been playing this game... When I started last time we recorded. Mm-hmm. What's it called again? Pokemon X. Oh, so X, so is X the, and Y. Is the sequel Pokemon Triple X. Right. <laughs> oh. I saw a trailer. I'm sure there's lots of I'm there, I'm sure there's online you could find. Probably. <laughs> yes. I did see the the commercial for the the Flash, the Triple X game <gasps> parody porn. Oh, <laughs> boy. I have to get that. I'm like, oh, wow. He kind of looks like him. That's great. <laughs> awesome. Um, but, yeah, no, I've been playing Pokemon for two weeks, um, and I beat the game. I got a couple legendaries already. What happens when you beat the game? It keeps going. No, I mean, how do you know that you beat the game? There's credits. <laughs> <laughs> did it surprise you when you beat the game, or did you know that you were um, on your last... When I beat the game, I fought the Elite Four, and then I fought the the current champion, mm-hmm. and then and like this whole parade thing happened. And it's like you are the champion, and then Whee! I was like, "Yay, cool!" And now what? And then I went online. They're like, "Here's all the stuff that you can do after the game is done," and there's like this really long list of like after game content. That's fun. Which Does Nintendo have a version of trophies now? I don't think so. Like medals or something? Do they do anything like that? I don't think so. That would be wondering. cool, though. Like if, like if your Nintendo network friends can see, oh, you beat Pokemon X. Like, does it give you like a little award or something? Um, I don't know because I'm so new to Nintendo that I'm like, I don't know what certain things are <laughs> when they pop up. Uh huh. Well, and they all and the Nintendo interface for DS, is, I assume, is probably similar to like the Wii, or Wii U interfaces. Wii U. I, I'm, I'm assuming so. I know a lot of the terminology is kind of funky, mm-hmm. um, so it's like, I'll look into that later. <laughs> <laughs> and what about your, uh, well, I guess since you're playing on this, it's you could play it on the toilet. It goes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nintendo shower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could hit a button, go back in the shower, come oh back gosh, and see what happened. That'd be fun to have a shower game. It's, <laughs> it's turn-based all the way. How could you never, you would never leave the shower. Right. <laughs> if I had a bubble bath. They like, should have like a projection that you could put in your shower, like above the head, so it can be on the wall of the uh-huh. shower. It should be like puzzle games, so you like wash your hair and be like, oh, I can yeah. put this here. Time for the conditioner to set. Yeah, level, exactly. Next level. Exactly. <laughs> or it's like conditioner battle. <laughs> What's that home system that they have now that you're supposed to talk to? The Amazon. Oh. Sil- not Sylvia. Uh, I don't know. Sylvia. Oh. Cortana. Cortana. No, wait, isn't that... That's from Halo. Halo. That, that's a thing, though. That's a thing. There is a Cortana thing. Yeah, yeah but th- there's home systems now that you can say, hey, blank, hey, Suri, uh-huh. you know, look up. What's the weather going to be like today? Or Hey, Suri, that's Tom Cruise and oh, Katie Holmes' Siri, daughter. Right. <laughs> Why so surly, I'm Siri? I'm Suri. <laughs> and Siri is Apple. 
Right. Well, my point is that our homes are all going to be wired at some point. They're all going to be controlled by Scarlett Johansson's voice. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I would not mind that. No, her voice is very... She was the perfect pick for her. Yeah. Her. Did you her. ever see her? No. It's a very good sci-fi movie. It's a very... What I feel is a very realistic, futuristic movie. With Joaquin Phoenix, who gets basically like a system that starts talking to him. It's OS. Yes. And the voice is Scarlett Johansson. And slowly they start, in his mind, they start having sort of a relationship, saying goodnight to each other and all these things. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up leaving him for another operating system or something, right? Well, it's, it's a little spoilery, but yeah, there's like, it's it's a definitely like a weird AI it's trippy. Just, because her consciousness had developed. Is this a new movie or an old movie? Huh. It came out a couple years ago. Yeah, okay. like 2014 I want to say. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to look it up. It's very good. Huh. Yes, it's very romantic too. And it takes place in LA, you know, but like the train goes all the way to the beach and then, you know, mm-hmm. and they show like down, so it's like LA but like it could be LA of the future. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And they're not into appearances, they all wear like not, the clothing, there's not a lot of fashion. Amy it's all very like 1950s themes. Yeah, well, that. Amy Adams, you know, she's normally a very beautiful woman. Not that she's not beautiful in this movie, but she's mm. got like hair that's, she looks like Annie kind of. Yeah, like frizzed. <laughs> it's and, not yeah. frizzy and she doesn't wear a lot of makeup, but that's how the people in this are. Like nobody gotcha. really dresses up. Oh. I, uh, I saw a uh, trailer the other day of a new movie coming out in... Um... Like film festivals with Kristen Stewart and that one guy from that zombie movie where he's a zombie and then they change him into not a zombie. Hmm. Um, oh, the Beast? No, the, the guy that played the Beast. The loved one. I don't remember what it was called. He's he's like a British actor. He was in yeah. Skins and then yeah. Oh, the guy who played Beast. He plays the Beast. Does he? Maybe. Yeah. I, Nicholas uh, Holt. Is yeah, name. Nicholas. Holt. Oh, okay. So it's with them and they live in a world where emotions are illegal. <laughs> and they end up falling in love and whatnot. Sounds very Vulcan. But it was very, right. like, watching the trailer, it was very strange. Because it was like, they live in this world where everyone wears the exact same thing. Ugh. And everyone is always straight-faced. Wally. Oh. And um, the reason they fall in love is because somebody jumped off a roof and they, like, saw each other react to it. And they're like, you have emotions. And they're like, so do oh. you. And oh, it's, could be it's almost like... Um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, where they're all right. walking around, you know, when they're taken over by the aliens, they just walk around. Yeah. Not oh, showing emotions. Yeah. So it was, that, that's, a, that's an interesting concept. I'd be into that. Well, it's coming out in film festivals this week, and then um, select <clears throat> theaters at the end of the month, I believe. So Nice. What, I'll, uh, what was it called? I don't remember. I'll look it up right now for you. <laughs> we'll look I'll it up you know. before the... What made Before us level up? up. Yeah. <laughs> At some point. Yeah. Um, Between now and the end of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, they're playing this Pokemon game. Um, I got, like, all the hard-to-get things. Um, I got me two Zapdos. The legendaries. The legendaries. Zapdos was, like, the most annoying thing I've ever had to do ever. Is that the bird thing? The bird, yeah. The lightning bird. Mm-hmm. So, pretty much, like, after you beat the game, he'll sh- he'll start showing up randomly on the, the roads. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to encounter him 11 times before you Shit. can actually fight him. But you have to chase him down on the map. And it took me like a day and a half just to get him. Because I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hunt you down. Yeah, I was really determined because he was pissing me off. Um, but uh, then I went online and they're like, yep, you have to find him 11 times before you can actually fight him. Oh my god. Because you'll see him and he'll come out with this big old thing. And it's all... Zephyrus has fled. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's, some, if there's some significance to 11. 
or even 12 for that matter. Because that means if you look for him 11 times, it means the 12th time you can catch him. I don't know. And it, it's and Pokemon's way of just trying to annoy fuck the fuck out of you. Yeah. Fuck him on. And then the, and it turns out that whichever bird you get depends on which starter you picked. Oh. So you can't really get all three. I'm like, God damn it. Well, you can. You just have to trade You just have people. to trade them. But I have like one friend to trade with. <laughs> and he's not going to give it up. Of course. <laughs> um, but so far it's pretty cool. And then I've been playing the Sun and Moon demo. Uh-huh. Because the more you play it, the more items you get to transfer over when the actual game comes out. Nice. And that comes out next week or next week. two weeks? Yeah. Now, do they receive information based on how you're playing it? Probably. That, that's interesting. When, they, when you're secretly supplying data to a company. Well, you know, Ubisoft but, does that with but Assassin's that's, Creed. That's like every game, though. They After do? every level, there's like a button with the new games. Be like, rate this level. Give us your feedback. Like, you can like oh. say if that level was really fun or if it sucked. Have you, ever said, yeah. Yeah, have you ever said this sucked? I never rated one. You never bothered. I didn't really care. I'm like, I just want to get to the next level. That's weird. Doesn't that really interrupt the flow of the game if you have to... It can, I suppose, yeah. But if you're just ignoring it, if you just ignore it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too bad that's not an option. It's called Equals. Yes. The, the film movie. is called Equals. Oh, yes. I was like, what? <laughs> I looked it, it up. It says, yeah, it says two people infected with a disease that regains their ability of compassion and emotion hmm. in a dystopian world where emotions do not exist. Interesting. But it looks like they do exist and the government is actually giving them like shots to prevent them from existing. From hmm. what I saw in the trailer. Oh. Huh. Equals. Equals. That's kind of cool. Kristen Stewart, Nicholas Holt. Does Kristen Stewart act sullen? <laughs> you know, she has no emotion. This sounds like the perfect movie for yeah, right. her. <laughs> but at the same time, she's one of the main characters that gains emotion back. So um, it'll be interesting to see like how she actually performs. Maybe for her, an emotion is like biting her nail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There were some. There were some scenes in the trailer that she was smiling at. Listen, so everybody hates on Kristen Stewart, but I've been madly in love with her since Catch That Kid. Okay? That's okay. So. <laughs> we, all, we all have our guilty pleasures. Yeah, she was true. also the big sister in Zithara. She was. Okay, quick. Who's your guilty pleasure, Adam? Wait, you mean like that I want to fuck? Yeah, like, well, I mean, we don't, like her, her I don't know. Like a guilty wanna... crush? Guilty yes, crush. Yes, guilty crush. Guilty Thank crush. you. Oh, I have to think about that one for a minute. Okay. Maya's Kristen Stewart. Right. Do you have one, Stephen? I have to really think about it. All right, I'll tell you mine, and I'll go real slow. Okay. There is this movie called Strictly Ballroom. Uh-huh. Paul Mercurio didn't have much of a career, but when I saw that movie in the 90s, and there's a scene where he pops out on frame from behind, and you just see his ass, like, land right in the picture, and he starts shaking it. I was like, he's so hot. <laughs> He has floppy dark hair. Paul McCurry. Does Ian McKellen count as a guilty pleasure? Would you do Ian McKellen? Yeah. See? Sorry. (laughs) I guess. Not judgmental. I'm not guilty of it. But other people, apparently. Wearing the Jedi robe. (laughs) (laughs) No, bitch. Or the Stardust one. The Magneto helmet. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was Magneto and Gandalf. I mean, he needs a lay, no matter how old he is. That's right. Yeah. I'd give it to you. (laughs) No judgment from me. Sorry. Sorry. It was a gut reaction. Yeah. All right, Stephen. Come on. First thought. Shouldn't be. You shouldn't have to think about your guilty pleasure. It's not like anyone's going to get offended. I'm not guilty about both of my pleasures. (laughs) (laughs) It's Justin Bieber. Ah. No. No. That's too. All right. Do you want to. Yeah, we'll come back. All right. I'll tell you my games and then we can come back to it. 
Okay. Sadly, because of the rehearsals that I've been doing lately and running around like a chicken with my head cut off, I have not played one video game <laughs> except for my shitter games. Which and is a great game, so yes, bravo. Yes. Uh, so I still, they just finally introduced um, Doctor Strange mm-hmm. in, in a, you know, to go along with the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they introduced him as a character. I haven't checked out any of his powers. In which one? In Marvel Puzzle Quest. Good. Yes, Stephen has he has he shown up in the? Oh yes, yes. He did. Future He's fight. in Future Fight, and he came along with like the entire cast of the movie plus Clea plus some other guy. Yeah, I'm glad Clea is in that one. Yeah, well, she's not... we'll we'll move this discussion to the movie in a second. Well, we can now. I don't yeah, have much to report on on <laughs> on my you know shitter gamery. Because yeah, you know, Clea is basically his like female counterpart who yeah. also has is a sorcerer. Right. She's from the in the comics. Dark but... realm. Is that the one that everyone was freaking out about in the movie? She's not in the movie. Yeah. No. So no. this is. No. Oh, there was we'll... some female character that everyone was freaking out about. The ancient one. Yeah. This is the one that Tilda Swinton plays. She's yes. supposed to be a man. She's not only is she supposed to be a man, but I think An even Asian. further, she's supposed to be Tibetan, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So this is the whole. This is the whole controversy. Before we get into the actual movie, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the ancient one is a character that was created in the 1960s as a stereotypical Asian character that's today, by today's standards is kind of an unsavory stereotypical character, kind of in the way that the Mandarin is. Oh, God. Um, and also, China now is like this huge... Yes. You know, they're like the number two market for movies. Right. Yeah. So, and they don't recognize the existence of Tibet. So they've decided to take this Tibetan character and just like completely change the history and just make it a different character. Right. <clears throat> and in the movie, they, they say she's Celtic. And they actually refer to her as a she. So yeah. while Tilda Swinton has played like the Archangel Michael in um, Hellblazer, as sort of an androgynous character, we thought that that's what I thought that maybe that's how they would do the ancient one this time. It's mm-hmm. like a multifaceted, you know, you see her as a one way, and then somebody else yeah. will see her a different way, and then, but no, they call her her, and she is fantastic. Her she was, acting is amazing. Yeah, and she was badass as hell. Yes. My gosh. Yeah, I know. We're probably we're the probably bands? gonna see it sometime this week. <laughs> yeah. So okay. next episode we'll definitely be able to talk about it. But so so listeners, we're gonna talk about Doctor Strange for a little bit. We promise since it's just came out, we won't do anything spoilery. Right. We'll just talk about it in a general sense, I think. But uh Mark and Steven and I all saw it, correct? Yes. Um so Ray, you have not seen it, so we will not yet. be we will be good. But I'd be interested to know think? what exactly the spoilers are. There's not too many. I we should just shouldn't spill any plot points, but I think we can talk about visual effects well, and that sort of thing. The first the hour is all in the trailer, so yeah, <laughs> the that's first kind of much. Well, I heard a really good review that compared this, like this movie, is the start of the new era of Marvel movies because it's very much like the original Iron Man, mm-hmm. where you have a very rich guy, very accomplished in his field, that through an accident or something gets. It's pretty much the Find same story, powers. except yeah. for technology is replaced with magic. Yeah. Right. Um, but, the, okay, I'm, the cool thing about the movie relating to the magic, because this is kind of the first time we've seen magic. Yeah. Actual magic. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh-huh. But the way that they describe it in the film is basically that there are infinite dimensions and you're tapping into the energy of these other dimensions in order to make things happen in the world. 
it's not necessarily like magic. It's just kind of like an energy that's not explained, which I think is a good way to kind of connect it to the rest of the universe yeah. without making it totally jump the shark. And now like anything can happen. You know what I mean? Right. Sounds like Inception. Uh, well, you know, funny you should mention that because they have, there are a lot of <clears throat> awesome effects where cities are splitting and moving and, you know, mm-hmm. the inter- just they show a lot of it in the trailer. Yeah. does look a lot like Inception. Oh, no, yeah, I've seen the trailer. Okay. I, this is one that I was thinking maybe I should have splurged for 3D. I think that I... The 3D was kind yeah. of cool. The, I actually saw it in 3D. I think that I might go back to see it in 3D. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't go back to see movies in the, in the theater very often. Right. But this is one that I think that I would. I found that I could relate to... Uh, to Stephen Strange's character quite a bit, unfortunately, mm-hmm. in the in the realm of now, I'm not as talented as he as his character is. <laughs> you don't have a photographic memory. I, no, of course, that's very convenient for him. Right, of course, he's but, like Batman. <laughs> I would love a photographic memory. That would make cool life thing. so easy. No, the SATs have been so much easier. Right? <laughs> so, and I didn't hate him, but it was his personality change was stark enough so that when he finally has the mea <clears throat> culpa with his ex-lover mm-hmm. you know it seemed really genuine and no he's, I, I he's feel just like a the fantastic whole, actor the, the whole emotional arc rang true mm-hmm. um and just the effects were was, uh, unfortunately they do a scene before they even introduce him of sort of like a scene setting of what the danger is in the movie yeah at the beginning and they start using this trippy magic stuff almost from like the beginning of the movie that's cool and I just sat there grinning from ear to ear, mm-hmm. like the entire time that they were like doing all this stuff. And and the, I think the last movie that I was kind of like that was Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. That like you weren't expecting it to be so enjoyable. Yeah. Um. And this one, yeah, was just. Well, have like, you ever seen the the made for TV Doctor Strange? Oh, <laughs> no, I try to avoid all those like old ones. From oh, the 80s. it was from the yeah. late seventies, and it is. It's, Terrible. You Awful. Know, talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, though, they mm-hmm. just came out with a trailer recently. Oh, yeah. I am so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Baby crew. Everybody in the, in the theater applauded. That was my favorite part when Rocket, he's like, what do you want? And then Groot's like, I was like, yeah! <laughs> Baby Groot! Yeah. And his little Star-Lord outfit. Oh yes. Well, speaking of trailers, you know, this uh, last weekend also gave us the new Wonder Woman trailer. Which is so amazing. Yeah, Holy it looks shit. fantastic. That looks awesome. It's wonderful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wonderful for Wonder, Wonder Woman. So, yeah. so I, good. It looks, when she's, oh my god. Where to, it's like, where to start? Where to I start? You for starters, Dr. Poison. That's okay. okay. That's kind of the, what people thought was going to be the character, and then now it sort of seems like for sure that's going to be the character. The thing is, is that the reason why Batman movies and Superman, well, I have my issues with Superman movies, but Batman has such a great rogues gallery of villains, yeah. but a lot of our heroes do. Yeah. It's just that they the movies have never capitalized on them yeah. in True. any sort of a real way. True. Wonder Woman has great villains. That only ever appeared once or twice in her past, mm-hmm. but never really resurfaced. So yeah. this Dr. Poison was one. She's gone through several different looks. I don't even know much about her. Do you think that one main bad guy is possessed by Ares? Who knows? Could be. Do, okay, Dr. Poison, is she a Golden Age character? Yes, I would say so. Although, uh, Phil Jimenez, who did Wonder Woman for quite a while, and he's sort of regarded as a, a bit of an expert on Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
included her in his run on the book somehow, but I wasn't reading the title at that point, so I don't mm-hmm. know exactly how it was. But he was able to bring back, you know, a lot. But, you know, her main villain, who was even on the, you know, Super Friends, was Cheetah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and we've had three different interpretations of Cheetah. I have never seen one of them, except on, like, the Wonder Woman, you know, animated right. movie. Right, I would love to see the Cheetah. Like, yeah. the one that's, like, half Cheetah. Yeah. It'd, it'd be hard to do believably in a real like in a live film you know like this effects would have to be great in order to make that character look right well i mean it's just basically a human with leopard skin painted on her i think we're at the point where it would look good i I think you're right but i mean they did do killer croc yeah exactly yeah yeah i mean she's easier but but would cheetah have to be a cgi character no i don't think so no they would probably paint over her skin i think i think her tail if if, i think her tail oh yeah but don't you think in like this ultra high definition world that we live in if i mean because cheetah probably has is covered in fur well, oh, would they have to make it? What I'm it? saying, would they have to like do a texture mapping of her entire skin she probably to make could her be look wearing, like she was furry? She probably oh, could be wearing an actual outfit, and then you would only see like fur on her hands and right. some like of her face. Right, like they did with Mystique well, and the, the yeah, last well, the, X-Men. Or the original um, Cheetah, similar to Catwoman, had, wore just a Cheetah-like outfit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The tail didn't do anything for her, but right. she had the claws. Um, I almost said Priscilla Presley. That's not her name. Priscilla something was the original one. Just, a, you know, these rich dilettantes right. <laughs> find their way to, you know, either they become heroes or they become villains. I guess. Has there ever been a Cheetah versus Tigra crossover? They're like the same <laughs> character, huh? They basically are. Pretty much. Although Tigra... Um, we'll see a Tigra before we see a Cheetah. <sighs> quick ta- Marvel Universe tangent. So Tigra... I have a comic where Tigra fucks... Um, <laughs> she fucks Ant-Man. Um, not Scott Lang, but Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Oh, Yeah. And the oh, wasp shit. finds out about it. You know, even though they're broken up and she's like, you know, of course she thinks like, oh, it's just whatever. It's it's kind of funny, but... Priscilla Rich. That's it. Priscilla Rich. Of course she's going to be a rich person with the last name. Right. Like exactly. It'd be great if she was poor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Um, have you thought about your, your guilty pleasure yet? I'm not going to forget about you. No. The only thing I think of is like, in Big Hero 6, mm-hmm. uh, Hero's Hero? older brother... Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. An animated character is fine for a guilty pleasure. Yes. <laughs> I was like, he's perfect. Right. But he then was he died. pretty cute, and then he died. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Listen, Big Hero Six <laughs> has been out for like three years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about how cool it's gonna be to play Big Hero Six in Kingdom Hearts? Oh my God! Don't even. Ooh, this is gonna be a level. <laughs> yeah. Nice. This yeah. picture of like Sora riding Baymax. Oh my God! Oh, nice. I'm so excited. Oh, Baymax. You have to like defeat the um evil. Professor dude. With and the microbots. His, the microbots, yeah. Mm-hmm. He steals the microbots. Oh, that's right, that guy. Okay, so yes. I want to bring the discussion back to Doctor Strange a little bit. Okay. How strange. Um, of course. <laughs> so, because we don't want to spoil more of the movie, I want to sort of talk about, wouldn't Doctor Strange, in this iteration, wouldn't it be a pretty awesome video game? Absolutely. I think yeah. so. I haven't even seen the movie, and I can tell. That's <laughs> okay, because awesome. I was just sort of thinking about it, like especially in a in a maybe because I just recently played Devil May Cry DMC. Like I was like, wow, like, this could actually be like a similar gameplay type of game yeah. where you're kind of constantly moving between the real world, and in Devil May Cry was Limbo, but they could do like the mirror dimension mm-hmm. that oh, they yeah. keep kind of flipping into. 
um, Platinum Games, we perfect to make that because they they're the ones who did Devil May Cry, and uh-huh. they do other games are very fast paced action combat games uh-huh. uh, with magic. Yeah, and well, like, they would be perfect. Well, and it seems like something that would like you know with his magic powers and the different things like as you gain more knowledge and gain more practice, like it seems like natural that you would then like have more powerful spells like as you progress through the story in the game. It and, just seems like something kind of natural that would lead itself to a magic type Marvel game. Yeah. Because we really haven't had... And not a mobile game. Well, and, a, they do, exactly. and they do do martial arts training in it. Yes. That's yes. one of the, the best scenes that the ancient one has. Is, well, I mean, aside from her being a great actress, her fight scenes are also wonderful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think it's actually her in the fight scenes, do you? Uh, probably not. I yeah. think it's a lot of CGI, oh, okay. for sure. But I really want to learn magic kung fu. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you get to pick your weapon, they said at some point. So, no, the well, your weapon chooses, chooses you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> your relic. But like Mordo. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, but he had boots that he, that he could, when he stepped, yeah. there were little like magic crackles or whatever. Yeah, that yeah, looked yeah. pretty awesome. That could kind of help. That was like. That's his double jump. Those were like. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those were like the boots from Jupiter Ascending, if you guys saw that movie. Yeah. That yeah, Ch- yeah, yeah. That Channing Tatum had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how great was the Cloak of Levitation? That was amazing. It was so very cute. like. It was very like Aladdin magic carpet. Uh-huh. Yes. There's, I called it murder carpet. <laughs> but there, it, there's, there is a really great element of humor. But what character. So is if I were to say what character, what comic book character would you want to see made mm-hmm. into a, a video game the most, what would it be? Would it be Doctor Strange? Uh, maybe, just because it, it's fresh in the mind, and I think like it would lend itself to something different from like a normal superhero video game. Mm. Um, but yeah, there are there are a lot that I think would be fun. Like a Thor game would be fun if it was like kind of trippy and fantasy, and then no, you could go terrible. into the different realms. <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know, because there have been in recent years there were like a lot of the quick cash grab like movie tie-in video yeah. games that Marvel did. There was an Iron Man game and a Hulk right. game and a Thor game. They were all, all like so really bad. terrible. The only one that was good out of those movie games was the Wolverine uh, Origins game. Oh yeah, it was way better than the movie. Yeah, well, but the but then recently I think Marvel sort of realized that they were maybe diluting their product or. Maybe not getting the best return out of this. Yeah. Mm, yes, exactly. <clears throat> and so they haven't really come out with a mo- movie tie-in game or a, a game, t- you know, a Marvel Cinematic Universe video game. And there's been rumors that Marvel is going to do an Ultimate Alliance three games, possibly in 2017. But there's yeah. been nothing like official, nothing for sure. But if they do, people will shit their pants because those two games were so fun. It's true, and I think that. Especially with this generation of consoles, they will be able to kind of maybe elevate the gameplay a little bit from what the previous two versions were. Yeah. Because the two, the last, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2, and then I guess there was the X-Men Legacy Yeah, that's how it started. It was X-Men that. Legacy, then X-Men Legacy 2, and then yeah. Legacy 2 was really awesome, and then that went into the Marvel Alliance, because mm-hmm. it was so good that they just went, more characters? So they were all good, but I think that even like going into a higher generation of games will make the gameplay maybe even a little more fun a little more versatile mm-hmm. if it's done right especially with like online play yeah absolutely because you would have a team of four and if you play online you could have a team of eight maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> I think if Disney's done a lot I mean when Disney comes out with a gaming system that seems to last for a little while and then goes away but does Disney so they do Kingdom Hearts or do they probably license that out like, Disney doesn't do a ton of games. They, no, like, they yeah. don't really. Yeah, and Kingdom Hearts is like a happy half. Like, it's Disney slash It's designed Square by Square, but yeah. 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 
So I wonder if they're hard to deal with when it comes to their yeah, properties. And I would love games. to see Disney video games. Let's be real. <clears throat> like what? Um, any of the <laughs> Disney universes mm-hmm. at all you can make into a really awesome game. Um, I would love to see like just a Big Hero 6 game, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, like a Wreck-It Ralph game would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, a Buzz That Lightyear. would have so many mini-games in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hero's Duty. A Buzz Lightyear like themed game, like beating Zerg and stuff. Like uh-huh. I would love to see all those. But really like something that I would love to see that's completely different and would kind of like make things interesting is more like villain games Hmm. like video games based around villains in like some of these comic books Mm -hmm. like i would love like a dead shot game you know Hmm. that involves shooting it sure does yeah Um, especially when you have a killer croc hugely popular games like grand theft auto like you can play as the villain and have fun doing it yeah well comic book companies walk a fine line with their anti-heroes where they you know it's like they don't want to make them mm-hmm. too bad, but they also don't, you know, you can't make the, what they do right. seem acceptable. Well, See, I'm not... Like a Deadpool like, game? Yeah. That would be, that would be like, like I said, it'd be a tricky game. Like, at the end, like, technically the bad guy is the bad guy, and the good mm-hmm. guy would win. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, do you want to play a video game where you lose, ultimately? But the way that you make the bad guy the good guy is to make an even better Better guy. guy. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. it's just like I feel like it would be interesting to come at it from that perspective mm-hmm. because then you're I agree. then you're allowing um, yourself to create more of a story that you know of these characters. Like yeah. everyone knows like the basic story of the Joker and Harley Quinn, you know, but like mm-hmm. you aren't in their head. Like yeah. if you play Arkham, you're in Batman's head. You see everything from his yeah. perspective. Yeah. So it'd be kind of nice to like see everything from like the opposite side. And you would think that a Harley Quinn game, for instance, like a I don't Harley think you Quinn. could, I don't think you could find an excuse to make the Joker good. No. <laughs> yeah. But Harley, well, the Joker is chaos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but Harley, you could. Yeah. You yeah. could do a game where she's doing jobs for her pudding. Or you know, poison ivy, or you know, because like, she's got a lot of connections to a lot of other characters. Well, and yeah. especially with everybody's concern about the environmental world. If you had mm-hmm. a poison ivy going up against an evil environmental, un, you yeah, know. like an evil corporation or something, yeah, <laughs> or like against Monsanto, yeah. who's controlling <laughs> all the seeds, yeah, right. you know, you that know, would be an let issue. their babies be free. <laughs> yeah. You know, what would be kind of a fun game. Speaking of that, would be like a Captain Planet like game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, power of Earth. But make it like super like dark and grungy. <laughs> Did they ever do a Captain Planet I, game? Well, I don't probably think like so. in like nineteen ninety maybe. Like Nintendo sixty four. Worse than that. Before board, that board game. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know exactly how it would work. But I would I would love to see more like villain mm. games because I think it's interesting allowing yourself to be like not have to worry about being the good guy. Well, and if they say that video game allows you to let off some steam or something, I don't know, yeah. maybe a game where you can kind of, like Grand right. Theft Auto, you can kind of indulge yeah. in these dark... You know what would be a cool game? Things that you would never do. Um, a, a Venom game, but you play Venom with his different hosts. Mm. So you go through a couple as a villain, a couple as a hero, and back to a villain. Yeah, that would be interesting. And then his home world. Oh, well, that would yeah, be Yeah, you play like as the symbiote and then like depending on who your host is, yeah. it would be like a different type of play. Yeah. That would be cool. And then they'll have like which would be your rivals. You'll have Spider-Man or mm-hmm. Anti-Venom or whatever. Oh, interesting. Okay, I have one more question related to Doctor Strange. For mostly for Mark and Steven. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Okay. I, my game, 
I want to see a Flash game. Okay. Oh, no. Talk I about agree. a great rogues gallery. <laughs> That's true. I just don't know how they could really capture the speed necessary. Oh, they could, there's a way. Uh, there's there's a uh, infamous game called yeah. uh, First Light uh-huh. yeah. that was very speed. Uh-huh. Uh, it would, that mechanic would have been perfect. Yeah. You Basically, would, you slow everyone else down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then when, you, yeah. when you run, you would hit these like certain like air pockets that would launch even further mm-hmm. and then you would use those to go even faster okay mm-hmm. so the mechanics are there yeah, yeah. and the graphics are amazing well that's yeah. what i want to see as a flash game i think that would be great too. with no yeah. green arrow but i want to bring <laughs> this back to the dc universe okay. in relation to dr strange because Doctor as as we've seen well kind of as we've seen you know marvel especially with the film is just kind of kicking dc's ass yes um and DC has seemed to kind of want it to want to put their universe into a universe that is based in grittiness and realism. Mm-hmm. But Marvel is just fully, full on embracing the whimsy and the fun and the craziness of it all, yeah. which matches the spirit of the characters and of the, the yeah. series. It's a comic book. And that, exactly, and that's why they're restructuring the DC movies. Yes, the, well, and you can tell over. you can tell that Wonder Woman does not have the Snyder stink on it. It does ah, not. From, from the previous. So colorful. Yeah. Color, humor. Yeah. Chris Pine, you have to admit. Yeah. He is, not only was he great casting to be Captain Kirk, because he's got that sort of like a sexy bravado. Right. But he brings it with him as Steve Trevor. Yeah. Who's, who's uh, Etta Candy? Etta Candy. Because she had like, oh, in yeah. both trailers, she had two like, ending I'll lines. Have to, I'll have to look her name, but she was the actress who was funny. in the <laughs> original in, Office. And she was in... Um, Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Okay. But okay, but so my question for you guys is does some watching something like Doctor Strange make you just yearn for like a Zatanna mm-hmm. film or a doc like where like a DC magic uh, I would I would character. be all about it. Either a Doctor Str- or Doctor Fate or a Constantine, a newer Constantine movie. Uh-huh. Uh, I was never a big Zatanna fan. She was cool for like a minute. Uh-huh. But... What? Uh, <laughs> see, I know because I know Mark's a fan of Zatanna. Yeah. I object. What do you mean? She speaks backwards to cast her spells. So does Wiccan. <laughs> well, he's a knockoff of her because she came out in the sixties. No, he's gay. <laughs> she's, she's a, a whore. She's a bossy. I don't know that for sure. I think she's a So, Mark, does it yes. make you wish that they they can do like a Zatanna film? I will be, one of, same I'll be sort 100% of... honest with you. At this point, mm-hmm. when I watch a Marvel movie, I do not think of DC at all. That's I don't good. even think that... I don't even go, wow, DC is really falling behind. Because I've already processed all of that. Because you just enjoy and the film for what it is. I'm they, now a, Mar- I'm a Marvel <laughs> film fan. Good. And they are making the, the just like dark, the movie. Like there's an animated one and then there's an actual one coming out. So there's going to be... You're Zatanna and you're everyone else. Um, the animated ones could probably be better. That's their, probably all, true. All their animated <laughs> movies are actually really good. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And by the way, that actress that plays Etta Candy, her name is Lucy Davis. Oh, I love her. She's great. Yeah. Fantastic. And she's going she's gonna to add the right element of humor to the movie. So, I like which is those fisticuffs. <laughs> fisticuffs. So, uh, we're almost out of time. So why don't we start talking about what made us level up? With disorder's been working fine. We can start with Adam. I saw a movie last night. Uh, you uh, people may have heard it. It's been in the the like industry publications a lot lately as like the number one film of the year, masterpiece, blah 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 blah. It's called Moonlight. Oh, the African American gay movie. Yes, it it is def. Was that an oversimplification? It is an oversimplification. Um, so there's a main character that you see in three separate stages as like a like 
12 year old like 10 year old maybe then as like a teenager and then as an adult Mm. um who happens to be a gay character who happens to be like black and a drug dealer and you know by the end you know he's like kind of you know now he's a drug dealer and Mm. kind of so what i find fascinating about it is that they take a type or a character of a person that in any other movie you would see as like a goon or like a villain or something and just dig so deep into it even though the character himself is like doesn't really speak a lot but the act the actors that portray him in the three different faith like it's so consistent of a character between the three different versions of him it's Mm. like really amazing um it's a really interesting look at how being gay can kind of fuck you up but save you at the same time and um definitely for you know people interested in queer cinema it's one of the best movies it's it's a some people might find it a little slow a little artsy but you know these kind of these unique queer stories are important to tell and so it made me level up and i recommend that people see it that's pretty cool yeah i want to go see it I've seen trailers for it. I didn't know it was out already. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's, I think it just came out into wide release maybe last week. Oh. It was in like a limited release before, but... Oh, okay. I think it's it's one of those movies that's going to be getting a lot of Oscar buzz into the end of the year. Oh, nice. Um, so I think it will be shown more and more places. That is... Definitely. Yeah. Well, that is one of the benefits of living in the LA area True. is we get to see a lot of good cinema. Yeah. As it comes out. That's yeah. how I felt about like the, the Danish girl and then that mm-hmm. became bigger and I'm like, yeah. yes, it's such a good yeah. movie. Yeah. All right, Ray, what made you level up? Well, I have a couple of level ups. Okay. Um, my first one is I have a lot of projects coming up. All right. um, my dad is starting a production company for his church and he wants me to help out with that. Awesome. Which is really exciting for me because it allows me hands-on learning for mm-hmm. things that I want to do. Yeah. Um, I'm still working on starting my own photography business. Um... And uh, there's this app called Meetup where um, basically you go on and there's groups of people that like certain things and you can go and meet up with them. And so I've been like kind of looking into some of the film ones Mm -hmm. so I can, and I went to my first meetup and I met some really great people that like are willing to like teach me things that I want to learn. So that's really exciting for me. Um, And it's just a lot. Um, and also, I have a theater project that I'm working on next month that is like a week long. It's it's a weekend run, uh, but it's called Women Rule Broadway. Mm. And it's basically like a cabaret style nice. of women performing songs mostly written for men. Yeah. Oh, I want to see oh, this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's right. So, I'll let, you, I'll let you know when the tickets go on sale. Okay. But it's the 16th, 17th, 18th of December. And it is... Um, is it in Santa Ana? No, it's in L.A. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. the, the creator of it, I went to high school with her. Amazing, amazing woman. Um, they just got um, E.G. Daly and Tara... Reed? Oh, the voice actor. Tara Reed? Yeah, the voice actor. She's still alive. No, not Tara Reed. Tara Strong. Tara Strong. Strong. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say that. Tara Reed. I always want to say Tara Reed, (laughs) but it's Tara Strong. Right. Um, The voice actor. Not Sharknado. Right. Powerpuff Girls. Yes, Powerpuff Girls. (laughs) 
Yes, they got those two. Those two women are donating their time to Great. the uh, event. Um, it's gotten a lot of buzz. They they filled up their first Kickstarter and they had to add an extra show, so they did a second Kickstarter and met their goals there. I really think it's going to be like a big thing. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I told her that I don't know anything about sound, but I am, love lighting and making lights work. And she's like, "We need a lighting designer, so you're on board." And so. I'm really excited oh, to do that. That's cool. I'm really, I'm really excited about. Like, I've never been so excited about a. In this scene, we're gonna use flashlights. We're <laughs> gonna shine a bunch of flashlights on stage. Sixty flashlights <laughs> facing upwards. To the <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited. Um, but the second thing that made me level up are my friends. Um, there's been a lot of like political stuff going on. Um, obviously, the elections on Tuesday. Just a more days. Cannot uh, wait for that to be done. Right. Um, oh my god. But, like, like specifically this morning, I had someone post something on my Facebook page, and I ended up deleting it because I've been trying to be really quiet on my Facebook page. I, that, I don't yeah. need a lot of, I don't like doing discussions on Facebook because that right. allows anyone to be in the discussion, right. and Plus, I. It's so hard to like. I mean, people are sarcastic or something, and it's so easy to misread what people exactly. say. Exactly, and it's just like at the end of the day, like. I've seen so many discussions turn into personal attacks, and yeah. I don't need that happening on my Facebook page. Yeah. Um, When's time for that? It, I, I do. I did it yesterday. Um, <laughs> but like, I had someone post something on Facebook this morning that obviously was something I didn't agree with. I ended up deleting it. Um, but my friends were there. They like immediately texted me. They're like, "We don't even understand why he's doing this." Like, blah 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 blah. And it was just like knowing that they were there and that like I always have them on my side. Like, was really mm -hmm. like. I just have to give them a shout out because like they like I was really frustrated this morning and their text just like fixed everything. It's just inappropriate really to yeah. post something political on someone else's page if you don't know if they agree with you or not. Right. And yeah. If you know they don't agree with right. you or oh, not. That's even weirder. It's like yeah. He it's posts just... like basically the post said that Trump has a better LGBT stance than Hillary. Oh, all right. I'm not going to go into it, but the article was from April. Right, <laughs> right, right. So I posted that. I said, just so you know, this article is from April. Right. It's not the most up-to-date That happens all the time where yeah. people will post an article and you'll look and it's like, this is from three years ago. <laughs> and so this is no longer valid. So yeah, it's just like, it's stuff like that. I've been trying to be very quiet because I, this election just scares me. So well, yeah. you certainly have our support in that. Well, yeah. yes. Yeah. Obviously. So. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go to the next person, yes. Ray's mentioning Kickstarter just made me think of one thing. My college roommate oh, yeah, has right. created a video game. Um, it's called Ancient Frontier, and there is a Kickstarter. We have shared it on the game on Facebook page. Mm -hmm. If anyone is interested in learning more or supporting it, please just check out check it out. And it's called, again, Ancient... Ancient Frontier. It's a PC-based right. game, right? It's, it's a, Yeah, it's a PC game. It's it's kind of like an XCOM, like a strategy-type like board game type of thing mm. so if you're into that kind of game check it out and help support that's right okay so steven all right so mine is uh, so i'm kind of going through this thing with my job and i decided that i think i'm going to quit my day job to become a full-time artist you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Steven's going to starve. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, That's exciting, though. But I actually make enough money to pay rent and stuff. That's, where, that's the important bit. Where yeah. I had to yeah. really think about it. I'm like, can I? I think I can. Mm -hmm. And then I keep getting all these like offers to do things. And I'm like, well, I can't because I have a day job. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but now you can because yeah. if you yeah. leave your day job. 
And you're leaving it at the right time. Holidays are right yeah, on the corner. Right, actually, I want to leave it after the holidays because oh, I'll okay. get the pay. That's true. true. And then, like, yeah. right before New Year's, I'll be like, Christmas is my last day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you I'm go. Done. <laughs> Join me in San Francisco. But you will already be gone. For New Year's. Oh. I'll be gone where? Wait, aren't you leaving for Christmas? Well, yeah, but I go to San Francisco for New Year's. Oh. So meet up with him. Yeah. yeah. He's like a bus. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Do it my I did a... Mark and I met up in San Francisco for New Year's a couple years ago. It was, it was a great a time. We had a great time. Nice. Girls yeah. thrown up on the bus. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's Stray girls, of yeah, course. Of course. All, of, all the public transportation is free yeah. on New Year's Eve. That's yeah. awesome. But that's down here, too. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? But, yeah. So, I'm going to... After the after Christmas, I'm going to get rid of my day job and just be... Arts well done. all the time, and I'm. It's scary, but I'm kind of excited. Well, people are you gonna like walk in and be like, "Fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, you're cool." So fuck you. <laughs> so the whole so the whole thing about like my job is like everyone's cool except for the boss. Oh. So it's like I love you, but I fucking hate you. <laughs> well, it's best to leave and not burn bridges. But, but yeah. it's but it's funny because like I hate like my boss, but like the actual store manager. Uh-huh. He's really cool. cool. He's a big old gamer. Mm, nice. Nice. So I was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> I just can't work here anymore. Yeah. Right. right. And so as to what made me level up, it's the notion of if you, ha- if you have the opportunity to see somebody that you love as a performer, mm-hmm. do it. Because you never know if that'll be your last chance to see them. So I have two stories that go along with that. Recently, I saw uh, Carol Burnett. Mm-hmm. And I bought her book, and it was a show on her um, variety show. She used to have question and answers with her audience. Mm-hmm. That none of the questions were pre-planned, um, and so they were some of the greatest segments. And so what she's been doing now is touring around, doing a Q and A with the audience again, mm-hmm. not knowing what the questions are. Sometimes they're somewhat awkward questions because you have people that are like. I love you so much, and I was growing up, and I have a picture of you, and I was really hoping you could sign it for me. You know what I mean? Like asking her to do something. And she mm-hmm. tries to be accommodating. But then she would also show various segments of her old show that you could see. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a lot of segments that you can see on YouTube that people have posted. And even though the show hasn't been on TV since the 70s, she loves telling this story about a little kid that stood up to ask her a question. And she's like, aren't you a little young for the show? And he's like, well, I've seen you on YouTube. You know, it's, it helps reach a new audience. Mm-hmm. So I was glad to see her. She was on, like, my bucket list of people to see mm-hmm. live. You know, and she's had so many great parts. Miss Hannigan and Annie. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a great Miss Hannigan. Yeah. She was in a great play, a movie based on a play called Noises Off, where she's very funny, mm-hmm. you know. But on the other side, I love Joni Mitchell. And in the 90s, she was touring around with Bob Dylan and Van Morrison, and I could have gotten a ticket, and I didn't. And she won't be she won't be doing any more touring ever. She's mm-hmm. a, it's just her her health is not great. Oh no. So I look back on that and go, God, I had a chance to see somebody I really like, you know. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just have to seize the day. Seize the day. <laughs> it's Brittany true. Brittany and I always we have one we have one artist who we will always buy tickets for, no matter how broke we are at the time, because we will never let her pass by. Who's that? Lights. She's a Canadian mm-hmm. musician. Oh. It's yeah. how we met. Um, our mutual love for her it was is. how we met. The very first time we met in like face to face was when she flew out here for a concert. So she's like her music and her like 
presence uh-huh. has always been like a very like important role in our lives it's, it's and like, our relationship. It's like electronic music. It it started off as electronic. It still is electronic, but it's more pop now. Uh-huh. There's still a lot of electronic in it, but uh-huh. it's definitely more of like pop. But she's so amazing. I love her. I definitely recommend her to anyone. But like if she's in town, uh-huh. like we will always shell out the money. Like mm-hmm. rent psh, who yeah. cares? Yeah. Like, we'll figure we will, it out. Exactly. We'll yeah. figure it out. We got to get these lights tickets. Because right, right. like, if we're going to do it, we, are, we always go all out. We always get the VIP passes. Yeah. Because this woman is amazing. Like, you walk in and she knows who you are. She knows your name. She knows the last time she saw you. Wow. She knows what happened, bet- like, what was supposed to happen between then and now. Like, uh-huh. and it's just like, she's just, just an amazing woman. And I really, I love her. And yeah. I love, so yeah. <laughs> All right, so check Good out reminder. Lights. Lights. Yep. Check out Geeks of the Galaxy podcast. Yes. Check okay. out, what's your guy's name? Ancient or Frontier. Ancient, Ancient Frontier. Frontier. Kickstarter. And check out your heroes if they come in concert or come around and play. Do not wait. Seize the day. And on that note, game, game on. on. Game on. Uh, <laughs>